Hey Climbers, Brent here. Are you ready to write your best songs ever? Are you ready to take that next step in your songwriting journey? Well, I want to help you with that. Listening to the Climb Podcast is a great way to get started on your songwriting journey and to learn the basics about the art, the craft, and the business of songwriting. But eventually, you're probably going to need the personal touch. You're probably going to need some one-on-one feedback, some advice, and some help reaching your songwriting goals. And that's what I want to help do for you. I want to help you write your best songs ever. And I want to help you learn the art, the craft, and the business of songwriting, of how to turn pro in your mind and in your behavior before you ever turn pro on paper, before you ever have the awards to hang on the wall. I want to give you the mindsets and the skills to earn that stuff. And so we'll dive into your questions and I'll give you honest answers. And I can help repair your song if it's already written but has a couple bugs and has some opportunities to get better. Or we can help prepare your song if you have an idea, a notion, a title. We can do your own private song title challenge if you want. If you want to get ready for a co-write, if you have a meeting coming up and you want to get your stuff locked down where it's the best it can be, I'm happy to help you do that as well. You can see my calendar, get all the details, and actually book a session at songwritingpro.com slash coaching. That is songwritingpro.com slash coaching. Now, if you're still not sure if a coaching session with me is the right thing for you, let's listen to what this climber had to say about their session. Having been around musicians and songwriters a lot of my life, I always wondered why some made it and others didn't, and it never really made sense like there was a glass ceiling or magic formula, or you had to live in Nashville to even have a shot. But after coaching with Brent Baxter, I've come to understand that it's just like anything else in life worth having. It takes an education, knowing people, practice, 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 and then more education and relationships. I didn't really have a clue how much knowledge and intention that it took until I was in the room with him, a man that made his living and fed his family with the knowledge that he has. There's a lot of naturally talented songwriters out there, but at some point, even the greats have to learn new skills and new ropes to stay relevant. I've had so many roadblocks and awe moments released from Brent that I've lost count. His simple observations have solved many of my complex problems, and he's made suggestions that have changed my entire direction on certain songs and pulled me up higher. Sometimes I cringe at the money I've spent on demos. If I had half the money I had spent on demos and put it toward my education, I'd have a lot less worthless demos. He's explained things to me in five minutes that really could have made all the difference that entire time. All right, welcome to another song title challenge where the question is, songwriters, how would you write this one? Let us know. With this post, wherever you found this podcast, leave, if there's something we didn't cover in this, please, first and foremost, leave a comment. Tell us how you would have spun it because we find that to be fascinating. What is this show about? Climbers, listeners of the podcast, sending in song titles to info at daredevilproduction.com. They put song title challenge in the subject line. Again, info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. And I spring these titles live to Brent on the podcast. And then we spend the next 15 minutes trying to mimic what happens in the first 15 minutes of a pro song, right? Where we have a great title, or even it could be a mediocre title, quite Mm -hmm. honestly, but we can make that song great by cooking up four or five different conceptual approaches to writing the lyrics before we begin to write the lyrics. And 
it's not always, sometimes the first thing is the right thing, but a lot of times it's the last thing that's like, oh, that's the way we write this. And that's mm-hmm. how you become a better craftsman. So it's not a, a co-write in any way, shape or form. You own the title and everything that Brent and I spit out is use all of it, use none of it. We don't care. It's just a fun, creative exercise to show you how to dig a little deeper before you begin writing the lyrics and make sure that you've got something really cool to write about. Anything else you want to add to that, my brother? That's it. Just want to encourage you to dig more deeply. That's it. So let's, let's rock out this thing. Let's do it. All right. This is from Ali Koskela. Koskela. Okay. That's the climber. Ali Koskela or Koskela. Forgive me if I'm mispronouncing that, Ali. Where the hell is heaven? <laughs> Where the hell is heaven? Oh, that's funny. Okay. I'm just writing that down here so I can see it. Where the hell is heaven? All right. So, man, that's interesting. I know Ollie's name from, I think he's in the Freddy community and just seen him around a little bit. So the first thing I think of, I think Ollie, I think maybe he's a rock rider. So just looking at it from that point of view or just conceptually, where the hell Ollie's is Ollie's a rock rider? I think maybe. Don't okay. quote me on that, but I just quoted myself because we're recording. So uh, maybe he is. But that makes me think of that as it could be the, you know, you could run at it from an angle that I wouldn't personally do as a writer, but you could look at it going, okay, all these, you know, almost from an atheistic point of view, all these people talking about God and all God is love and all this stuff, then where the hell is heaven? Looking around, right? Mm-hmm. Or even, even from a more. How about the perspective of the person from the character in Monday Morning Church? Well, yeah, I was saying even you could even come at it from more still a kind of Western Christian worldview that is just having a crisis of faith. Yes. So that's where I was going with that going, God, I believe you. I believe it's going to work out in the end, but looking around here, where the hell is heaven? Why isn't it? Why are things so screwed up down here? Um, And so it could be be a social commentary kind of lyric. Yeah. That way. Yeah, it could be that kind of thing. So those are kind of big pictures of, yeah, why is there so much tragedy, natural disasters, people hating on each other, all that kind of stuff. Or personal tragedy, you lost your loved one. And then there's that too. Yeah, I was thinking you start big and you could also do it more of a personal thing about, yeah, I mean, it could be, I almost wonder, is there a thing of like, where the hell is heaven? Because I'm going to get there as fast as I can. Not a suicide thing, but a... What if somebody's mad at God? They're like, where the hell is heaven? I want to go have a face to face. God and I need to talk. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sick of going through the middle, man. I need, we got to sit down we, and talk. We got to have a sit down because, you know, so that could be more. We're going to need a, to have that, a come to Jesus moment. <laughs> exactly. So if I need to, I'm going to come to God. Jesus and we're going to talk. God, we're going to need to have a come to Jesus moment. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> That's good. You can use, you can use that line. I would like exactly. That. <laughs> yeah. That feels more like a rock thing. Angry. Mm-hmm. You know, where the hell is heaven? God and I need to talk. Mm-hmm. So you, of course, have to run that through your own genre and lane. And um, your own filter, yeah. Exactly, because that's not something I would do if I were an artist. But even if you went hardcore Christian with it, you couldn't use that title in CCM, could you? No. Because it's no. just hell. Yeah, the, the way it, it's used, you couldn't use it in CCM or gospel. or You know, you could use it in country because we're kind of straddle the fence kind of thing. So, I mean, so yeah, you could come at it from more of a country perspective, maybe not as angry, but as going, where the hell is heaven? Like where, I don't see it. I'm looking for it. You know, I want to find a little 
a little taste of it. Or, you know, go go ahead. Go No, you go ahead. I got it. Well, you know, what if it's a love song kind of thing and kind of she's my heaven, but she's leaving. So now I'm just wondering where the hell is heaven? I've been through half of Tennessee looking for her. You know, she's my heaven, basically. What if her name is heaven? It could be that. It feels a little contrived, but you could do that. That's because it's not a common. It's my dog. (laughs) (laughs) But it could be that kind of thing, too. It's like, you know, she's my heaven. She's my angel on earth kind of thing. And now she's taken off down that road or whatever. And she took off or I found her note when I got home. Now I'm just wondering where the hell is heaven? Yeah. You know, because my angels flew kind of thing. So you do that kind of thing. Where the hell is heaven? Where the hell is heaven if it ain't right here? Like, oh, yours heaven? Yeah, I so like that. This ain't it. Where the hell is it? We're we're out here around the campfire drinking beers, hanging out with good friends, cooking hot dogs, and where the hell is heaven if this if ain't, ain't if, if this it ain't, ain't it. right here? Yeah, yeah, yeah where right the hell here. is heaven if it ain't right here? Yeah. So that be so it could be the. The same as saying this is God's country. Like it could be like, yeah, you could do the this is God's country, which is country pep rally kind of thing. You could do the barn burner, Jason Aldean. We're raising hell, but it's it's heaven kind of thing. You know, so right. you could do more aggressive like country rock thing. You could do the more laid back, laid back country kind of thing where we're just vibing, we're sitting in the lawn chairs and drinking and having a good time, you know, more the laid back you know, hillbilly soiree kind right. of thing. Or it could be more the, you know, I'm with my girl and it's more of a makeout thing. Where the hell is heaven if it ain't right here? And you could do like all kinds of heavenish kind of imagery. What do they call those beings? Like what would an angel be? Like, you know, yeah. Angel- yeah, it was like, you know, if you got the angels dancing around the campfire or the bonfire or, you know, hold my angel in my arms and that kind of stuff. You, you play on some of that. You just want to, you know, be judicious and and how much you do that because you don't want to too much of it you know, each genre kind of has its clever. own like limits of like okay that now that's getting too on the nose you yeah know, like really for writing it or cheesy you cheesy really right exactly cheesy. like okay if i were writing this for a florida georgia line i i wouldn't push that too much you get some heaven yeah. get some angel but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna push it too far right let's see or might have died and gone there, died and gone to heaven. There's a few things you can do, but you just, it's a matter of taste. How much is tasteful and how much is tacky <laughs> on how much yeah. you do on that. So I really like that. Where the hell is heaven if it ain't right here? Because that just flips it positive, right? You go from like on one, I have a rock song where I want to punch God in the face. And the other one is, this is great. Life is so good. <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. It's funny how you can, you can twist those titles and it's like, oh my gosh, you can do completely different things with them. One is the world is coming apart. So where the hell is heaven? Oh, the other is everything's come together. So another uh, spin that I just thought of, I'm going back to Vice lyrics, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
with Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. And what was that line that she had? So you know about Miranda Lambert's a song, Vice. Yeah, all dressed up in a pretty back label, Sweet Salvation on a mm. dining room table, waiting on me where the numb meets the lonely. It's gone mm. before it ever melts the ice, another vice. Like what if, what if it's um, where the hell is heaven if it ain't right here and you're just talking about you know, a bottle of whiskey? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, like all you got to do is put a drink in my hand, like not dark, mm-hmm. but yeah, fun, you know, like, like, yeah, which kind of goes to the outing party thing, but it's, man, you know, all you got to do is put but, a drink in my right. hand. Right. Yeah, it could be like at the show, at the bar, at the thing. But I wonder also where the, you know, where the hell is heaven? It's like if this was supposed to get me there, where the hell is heaven? if this doesn't get me there or kind of the thing of like, man, this whiskey was supposed to kind of numb me out, get me high, Mm. whatever. It didn't work. So where the Uh hell is heaven? If this ain't getting me there, you know, like she's gone and this is my recourse and it's not working. So just leave me wondering where the hell is heaven that's, or where the hell is heaven that's usually here? You know, it's like the, how about an angle like Alanis Morissette had in Isn't It Ironic? Mm-hmm. Where she's like, about the guy who's afraid to fly. And then <laughs> the plane went down. He thought, well, isn't this nice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> ironic. Nice. You know? And just that kind of thing where somebody who, maybe from a perspective of somebody who, there are people maybe who are a little too literal about some things, right? And so they deny themselves like living because they're preparing to die for their whole life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense, you know what I mean? And it's I like, you gotta so, yeah. live a little bit too. Like, cause heaven, this is heaven right here. Where the hell is heaven? It's right here. This is what you gotta do. You know, if all you're doing is let's say, so this could be a rock thing too. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Christians out there, you might hate me for saying this, but, but I mean, what if you're like looking at somebody like the church lady, it's like mm-hmm. you're spending your whole life judging other people instead of going out there and, and helping them. Oh like, no, I'm, I'm interact with, on board with that because that's not biblical. Just sit and okay. judge people and not help them. <laughs> so I'm completely on board with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like that kind of a person or the person who's always on the sidelines and making that's a big that's a big thing on social media now. Trolls. Everybody's got an opinion and, and nobody does mm-hmm. anything. Like it's thoughts and prayers instead of getting your ass over there and Yeah. I mean, is there a way to make that where the hell is heaven if it don't start right here? Like if you don't get out and help. I, I think so. Some of those people who come from that perspective feel like 
Maybe because they read this book and maybe because they go to church every Sunday and every Wednesday and maybe because they're doing all this stuff that somehow that means they're going to get to heaven, but they're so focused on that. They're missing all this that God created. Yeah. Like all these wonderful people you can interact with that you can help with that you can, you know, you don't need to be looking down your nose at them and judging them for any reason. It's like, how are you going to help them or not help them kind of a thing? There's a saying it's been around a long time says, don't be so heaven minded that you're no earthly good. Oh, there, there you go. That's what I mean by that. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So like, let's just take it out of the religious context. And how about the people who spend, who have lived 65 years of their life doing nothing because they're saving to retire. Mm, yeah. Hell is that? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, you need to take care of your retirement. But if like, if all you're doing is planning and you're missing the in the now moment, then mm. this is where, you know, it's in the now, I mean, in my humble opinion, it's in the now, like when you create something in the now, that's when you're closest to your God. Like that's when you're getting that inspiration and you're writing a song or making a painting or creating some music or. Well, you were there for the Rivers Rutherford Hall of Fame, songwriter Hall of Fame speech yeah. where he talked mm -hmm. about that's, I find that my songwriting is not so much for me. It's God uses that for, that's my lane to communicate with him, to have time with my dad, with my father in the act yeah. of creation. So, yeah. As opposed it, to, I got to have a third job because I'm not going to have enough to retire on. You, right, you know, exactly. where you're not yeah. being sort of taking that time to be closer to your family, to your God, to your. I mean, you could think about it like the church lady thing. It's like, you know, you keep telling me all this stuff in the Bible, but where the hell is heaven? If it's, I don't see any in you, mm -hmm. you know, like that you're so busy judging and you're not having any fun. And I don't mean fun. Like you got to go out and do these things that are, are sinful or whatever. Like you're just not enjoying life. Because so there's a bunch of people with sticks up their keisters. Like, exactly. And, and they're and of all faces. As a believer myself, I believe, yeah, I'm to <laughs> enjoy <only>. life. I have <laughs> guidelines. <laughs> I've, yeah. You know, there are ways to enjoy it in a good way and ways to enjoy it in a bad way. So it, I don't mean like you you don't have any fun, but it's like you're not even laughing. You're just so angry at all the time. So you expect me like, I see no evidence of heaven <laughs> in you, a joy. So you could kind of go that way. Um, I'll share a real personal story real quick and talk like you could do this almost like a live like you were dying mm -hmm. context, right? Like my mother, who just recently passed away, never, never liked roller coasters. Like those things kind of freaked her out or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was funny because she was diagnosed with mesothelium in January and in March, we were all out there and we went to this iFly place. Have you heard mm -hmm. of this? Okay. Is that where you... It's like, it's like skydiving. Yeah. It's like skydiving inside. Fan. It's a massive yeah. fan. And yeah. And you're in there. It's and like so skydiving without the altitude. Yeah. 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 Right? And so my mom, like 75 years old, right? Like her and my dad go. And it's funny because I got this picture. I'm sitting over there with my sisters. And so this is a big glass tube that mm -hmm. fan is in. And that's what you go in. And then all around the tube are like these lockers and places where you sit down. You have to put on the outfit and your mm -hmm. helmet or whatever. And so my mom's sitting there with with her back to the glass tube. And I'm like, I, at that moment would have given a month's pay to bet that my, that my mom hasn't seen what's going on in that damn glass tube. <laughs> and there's no way she's going to do that. But Dana, she didn't do it. She did it. Yeah, she did it. You know, she went like skydiving and that thing was like incredible, you know? So where's heaven if it ain't right here? Like, let's make it happen now. Like, 
yeah, you know, like a bucket list thing or something, or mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Like it, it, that's what we mean by living. Like not, yeah, nothing sinful about that. It was just Enjoy. like I'm going to do something I haven't yeah. done before. I'm going to expand out of my comfort zone and into something that, mm. whatever that may be, doesn't have yeah. to be hookers and heroin. Like it's okay. Right. To do stuff that's non-sinful. <laughs> exactly. But a lot of people don't. You know, there's there's lots of people that haven't ever been out of their hometown. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and, and just sidebar, this is part of what's fun about the co-write is that you know how this is just naturally starting to become a philosophical conversation, easy for me to say, between the two parties, right? And you're telling stories about your life and your what you think about big topics and stuff. And, and we're, you know, not even diving into as much as we would if we we're just in the room and the mic wasn't on, <laughs> but yeah, okay. it's uh that's part of what is the great stuff about co-writing is that you can get really real and talk about stuff that really matters real fast. Cause we're about 20 minutes in. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, another thing is you could go from the, I think after nine 11, there were some, uh, there's a trace Atkins song called welcome to hell. Mm-hmm. And it was basically Tom to the, the suicide bombers and he yeah. was the devil yeah. and he was like, welcome to hell. Yeah. You know, you got that wrong. <laughs> you got that wrong. Right. Get and, the wrong and sure about how this works. No, <laughs> yeah. There's like, in case you're wondering, there ain't no versions here, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so I was like, that would be, that'd be one way to take it too. It would be going ultra religious going. Yeah. I bet these boys are waking up today going, where the hell is heaven? It ain't right here. It ain't right here. It ain't right here. That's right. right here. <laughs> so, Anyway, that would be, uh, again, you know, your lane, your filter, your, all your stuff. So it's a lot of good looks at it though, but the, there's a lot there. So man, the last couple have been really interesting titles. Send us in some more titles. Info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S info at daredevilproduction.com. Put song title challenge in the subject line. Now, if they want to do this privately with you, what do they do? You can look me up at songwritingpro.com slash coaching. You can get the details. I do private coaching. I do song feedback and get the details. You can see my calendar. You can book an appointment. We do them online. We do them every once in a while in person, but mainly it's online. That way, you know, I don't have to have shoes on and I don't have to leave the house, to be honest. So <laughs> it's at songwritingpro.com slash coaching and I can prepare your song. I can repair your song. We can work on that together. We can flesh it out from a title, from an idea, from a finished work. And also it's time for Q&A. What are your questions? Let me help help you get some clarity on some stuff about the music business. So songwritingpro.com slash coaching. There you go, guys. This podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top, which might be heaven. If not, where the hell is it? I don't know. I don't know. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 